Hey guys, welcome to another episode of For You From Eve. Today I recorded a podcast episode with Karen. This is probably one of my favorite episodes just because we got really deep talking about manifesting and meditation and it was so fun to record with her. You guys should definitely check out her Instagram blog. It will be linked in the description below. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I'm definitely going to be recording with her more. So yeah, I hope you enjoy. Let's go ahead and get started. Hi everyone, my name is Karen and I am the founder and creator behind which translated from French and Danish Mm -hmm. means here and now. And this is a lifestyle brand that explores the intersection between wellness, mindfulness, and design that helps others become a better version of their yesterday self Mm -hmm. by promoting living in the present moment. And then when I'm not creating content for ECNU, I work at an advertising agency in the client services sector, and Mm -hmm. I help create ads for a range of clients in different industries such as tech, automation, and consumer packaged goods. Mm-hmm. So that is me. Awesome. Um, just a quick question about your Instagram. How did you come up with that name? Because I feel like most people, when they create an Instagram like that, it's like wellness in this. Well, you know, like how'd you come up with something that's not even in the English language? Yeah. So I knew that I wanted my brand to be called here and now, mm-hmm. but I felt like that was a a coined term that everyone has heard before and that um it wouldn't be differentiated and I'm you know partly fluent in French and Mm -hmm. I knew I wanted to have something that could be translated and at the time when I was coming up with the name I was in Copenhagen Mm -hmm. and I was really inspired by the Danish culture and so I thought um why not put two and two together and have it be here and now but in both French and Mm -hmm. Danish I had no idea you spoke French I'm I understand it. Mm-hmm. I can hold a conversation, but the French language is a bit difficult yeah. because there's so many different conjugations mm-hmm. and like tenses. So I have to think in my head before I say something mm-hmm. pretty often. But if you throw me in Paris in a cafe, <laughs> I could definitely, I could definitely put it. In yeah, order. I took so French good. first semester in college because I was like, one day I'm gonna be in Paris. I'm gonna be in France. I need to know how to speak in. After one semester, I was like, oh my god, this language is impossible. It's very it's difficult. Very hard. Yeah, such a beautiful it language, is. and everything you say just sounds so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like you could say a really rude statement mm-hmm. and it'll still sound very magical. yeah no it really is in so. my opinion the most beautiful language and I still want to learn it because it, it really is such a beautiful language to even just talk in it yeah I totally agree um awesome so when you opened up your Instagram blog I feel like when quarantine was hitting everyone wanted to kind of create their own Instagram platform and some people stuck with it and then some people would hit May and they kind of just like fell off What you do on your Instagram is you post a lot about journaling. You post your inner thoughts. Is that something that's difficult for you? Because I feel like even a few years ago, a lifestyle blog was kind of like, like it was weird. Like if you posted your life, people were like, what are you doing? No one cares. But now it's very normalized. So how was it kind of opening up your thoughts and your journal entries and everything like that to over 6,000 followers? Yeah, great question. Mm -hmm. So I want to go back to the start of quarantine and like why I even created this Mm -hmm. account and then I'll I'll get into answering your question. So I basically wanted to just create a page to have to create a mood board for myself. Just, you know, I have obviously my personal Instagram and I was following all these bloggers and wellness accounts, but I felt like it was getting in the mix of 
my friends that I was following. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to create a different page where I could just go for inspiration. And that's why I created my page. And if you go to the early post, you would see that I had no strategy. I was just posting random things and writing, writing random captions. And then one day I just decided like I've written a lot of things in my life Mm -hmm. like I keep a notes in my notes app I had just have a whole page of poems that I've written since like 2013 and so one day I was just reading through those and I thought to myself like wait a minute this is this stuff is good like Mm -hmm. I know that people would um, appreciate my words and so one day I just decided to share what I've written and that started to get a lot of traction and I started to receive DMs Mm -hmm. and comments saying how much my words helped them and how much this what I wrote gave them a new perspective and that gave me the confidence to share more Mm -hmm. and slowly I started to offer advice to people I started to talk about my own experiences I started to share journal entries Mm -hmm. for the sole purpose of like I believe that if you if any individual shows their true colors like that inspires someone else a hundred percent yeah and so I felt the more authentic I was the more authentic others could Mm -hmm. be and the more inspired they would be to share their learning yeah I think you could learn something from anyone and so I just wanted to be as open as I can Mm -hmm. and at first you know I had a lot of friends and family following my account and I thought to myself like is it weird if I share yeah. a journal entry where <laughs> this girl that I went to camp with three years ago uh-huh. or like 10 years ago sees this? Yeah. But then I thought, you know what? Like, it doesn't matter. I'm changing. Even if I just change one person's life mm-hmm. through the advice that I'm giving or by sharing a journal entry, I think that's so worth yeah. it. And now it comes very naturally to me. And I've always been a person where if you ask, I am an open yeah. book. So um yeah that's just me I love that because I feel like that's also how you gain attraction like I've created so many blogs since I was like 15 I've had like a bible quotes page I've had an advice page when I was like 17 that was super secretive like I've been everywhere and at the end of creating this blog I was always like why aren't I getting more followers why do I only have like a thousand followers all these things and that pulls you away from your account because it's you're kind of losing the purpose as to why you started it so I feel like once you change your mindset and you're kind of like even if I touch one person out of this hundred people if one person dms me and says this helped me I need advice on this it changes your perspective on everything and that's when more followers start to flow in and you touch more people absolutely and I think that's what I learned on the early stages Mm -hmm. where if the times where I was trying to be like every other account so in the beginning I I loved um sporty and riches Instagram feed and I thought like oh my god they have so many followers let me post similar content and that's how I'll get more followers Mm -hmm. and I was so fixated on the number that I didn't realize it's it's not about the number and of course that does matter if you're trying to monetize and reach Mm -hmm. more people of course that's a crucial factor but it's about how many people are actually interacting with you and connecting with you so I started to shift the dialogue in my head where of course I do care about getting followers because that means I'm inspiring and reaching more mm-hmm. people but as long as I'm connecting with more individual inv- individuals yeah. that to me is the most important KPI I guess you could say yeah in the, in the um, Instagram space 100% yeah I agree with that so much and even like for you from Eve before this was supposed to be a podcast it was kind of just for myself like it was my pictures on Pinterest but on an Instagram so I could be a little bit more organized it was a private account my friends didn't know about it like it was strictly just for me 
And then kind of the same thing with you. I was like, I do all these things. I write these things. It's like, if one girl can see this and say, oh my God, I'm not alone in feeling this, or they don't have to hide from their emotions because they see someone else is feeling the same way. It, it touches that person. And I've gotten that from your page too, which had a lot of inspiration in my account because I was like, she's creating, she's opening up to the world with her journal entries. I shouldn't be afraid to do that either. So your, your message is working hundred percent because you've inspired me. I love that. That makes me yeah. so happy. I've always that. been like, even with my wellness and wardrobe, I've been afraid to show like long paragraphs of how I'm feeling. I'm like, someone's going to read this and see me 30 minutes from now and be like, that was weird. Like, you know, like it's just awkward, Mm -hmm. but then you kind of just get to the point where you're like, every human feels a certain way. Not many people can express it, but when you express it and someone else can relate to you and feel comfortable with you and, and you know, everything like that, it's, it's really worth it. So I like how you brought that up. Definitely. I was just going to say, and it also going back to what you just said of like, sometimes I would write a caption and someone would see me and they would think like, oh, what is she writing mm-hmm. about? I also think that comes with, and, and this is something that you have to build, yeah. but it comes with a sense of self-confidence mm-hmm. where you don't care what people think 100%. about it. And, and that's how I, you know, in the beginning, I was a bit embarrassed to share so much of my inner soul and the thoughts that yeah. I have. But then I thought, you know, at least I'm externalizing it and at least I'm changing someone's mm-hmm. life and I'm confident in my ability to do that. And that and by slowly building up my confidence, mm-hmm. I could care less now. Of I could not care less of what other people think yeah. about what I share. Because when I go to my Instagram page, I act as if I am a follower. And I look at my page and mm-hmm. I feel inspired by I what I've that, written yeah. and what I've shared. And I think that's a really good way to see if your page is something that is wholeheartedly mm-hmm. you. If you go through it with a lens of... A stranger and you're looking at your page doesn't make you feel yeah. good and if it does then that that means that you are aligned with what you are sharing and that is it is wholeheartedly mm-hmm. you yeah I love how you brought up self-confidence because that's even with this podcast when I was creating it I was like people are gonna hear my voice they're gonna hear me talk about this like it's so <laughs> embarrassing and then like I've tried YouTube in the past I've tried so many things and I've let other people's opinions stop me like oh this person's gonna think this is weird one person's gonna make a joke about it and I'm gonna lose it and like Now I'm at the age where I'm like, if I just stopped caring three years ago, I would have been at a completely different state of mind right now, you know? So I like how you brought up self-confidence because, yeah, it really is just about not caring what people think or what they have to say about it because at the end of the day, it's your journey. No one's making fun of the girl that's trying to make it in nursing. No one's making fun of the girl who's trying to be a teacher. So there's nothing different about what we do with, like, a platform. Yeah, and I feel like the the people who do judge mm-hmm. are people who haven't figured out what their 100%. passion or their purpose is, yeah. and that is their way of, like, lashing out, mm-hmm. in a sense. And, you know, I, I know this quote is pretty cheesy, but it goes like, those who matter don't mind, and those who quote. mind don't yeah. matter. And I think it's such a good explanation of, of what we're just talking mm-hmm. about, because, you know, your close friends or the people who love you will support you no matter what, and those who you know, talk bad about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That's just a reflection on them. And yeah. at the end of the day, even if you, your YouTube or your previous blogs mm-hmm. didn't go anywhere, you took a step and you learned. Yeah. And now you've, you have better insight on how to do it right the next mm-hmm. time. And to me, that is, that is still progress. And that is going farther than someone who isn't even taking a hundred percent and we're in our 20s like I've had people say to me because I've had so many like failed blogs or whatever it is like oh maybe I want to do this instead or whatever and people will say like you never stick with something and it's like I think people don't realize we're in our 20s like we're supposed to be Mm -hmm. starting and failing and learning and it's like 
people that say that you're kind of just like when did you start like I I might not have not finished but where did I learned that that's not what I wanted to do and I'm grateful for that lesson rather than it going through and now I'm one step closer to finding out my true passion exactly and I've been there too Mm -hmm. like when I was in high school I had a fashion blog with one of my best friends at the time it was fashion blogging was really yeah and it was just starting out and we had this fashion blog and it was super fun I was in high school Mm -hmm. after school we would go to our local town and take pictures and I would online shop and just like find new outfits and I would write blog posts and share it on Instagram and it felt really good and I loved doing it at the time Mm -hmm. but then two years down the line I you know it wasn't monetizing it wasn't reaching that many people and I realized it's not that I wasn't good at Mm -hmm. it it was just I didn't fully love it exactly and after that experience I was like all right I know I want to have my own brand or my own thing, mm-hmm. but this isn't it. And I needed to go through that process to learn that. Yeah. And then a few years, a few years later, similar, similar thing happened where I started a t-shirt brand with one of my college roommates mm-hmm. and we kind of wanted to make like a lower end of off-white style. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, I did all the designing I did. We created YouTube videos and you know, it was, again, so much fun, but it didn't go anywhere because I wasn't 100% passionate about Mm -hmm. it. That brand wasn't a true reflection of me. Mm -hmm. But again, I had to go through that process to learn that. And after those two experiences, I remember telling myself, like, the next time I create something, it will be 100% me. And I won't be trying to be like anyone else. And I'm going to take my time with it. I'm going to be strategic. And I'm giving myself the space to learn and to grow. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how ECNU was grown Mm -hmm. because I took some time away from trying different things. And I took my learnings from those two previous experiences and brought it with me for this. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like I'm finally creating something that is totally me. But I had to go through those previous experiences to to get where I am today. Mm -hmm. So I remember one time I went to this panel at advertising week in new york and Mm -hmm. i believe it was the cmo of equinox and she said failure is not a destination it is just a step along the way and i think that is such a great way to look at it because a lot of people when they fail they think that's Mm -hmm. it but it's just another step for you to learn something new to take with you in the next endeavor yeah 100 percent. i feel like a lot of people listening to this are also maybe in their 20s and trying to figure it out and I feel like it's very comforting to know that you do go through a lot of things before you get there. Even Danielle Bernstein, all her, you know, failed projects before Mm -hmm. she was, we wore what? It's like every single person who's successful now has tried something in the past where it didn't work out. I don't know if you listened to how I built this. I actually saw it on your favorites this morning when I was thinking about it. How I built this with Guy Raz. He talks to these people that created their own like businesses and it's crazy how many failures people go through, but then it's like they make it and people aren't talking at that point. People will talk when you have 100, 2,000 followers. What are you doing? You're wasting your time. Where is this even going to go? But then it's like when you're up there with a million followers, you're like, oh, this is actually cool. Like, you know, people actually care about what you do. I really like how you brought up the self-confidence and also just failing till you get there because I relate to that. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people listening to relate to that. And I feel like it also shows, like you said, you were in high school trying to create projects. Like most people are in high school are mm-hmm. just trying to party on the weekend. And I was the same way as you. I was like, right. what am I going to do? Do I get my New York City apartment? Like, what am I going to do now? That's going to get <laughs> yep. me there. So it's funny that we're both like that. And I feel like I said, people that are listening are like that too. And it's, it's just comforting to know that we're in our 20s. It's not the end. People don't make it till they're 40. And I feel like 
we have this society timeline, I guess you could say, where we think we have mm-hmm. to have it together. Like I have the biggest pressure. I have to get a great full-time job when I graduate, but it's not really like that. And I think it's really nice to have you here just to talk about, you know, you're how old? You're 23, 24, 24. 24. And you created this very successful Instagram page. And yeah, okay. You don't have a million followers yet, but you have people that matter following you which I think is even exactly. more important. Like Danielle Bernstein follows you. That has to be talked about. That yeah. has to be talked about because that's sick. It's, she has been my inspiration mm-hmm. since I was like 16, I would say. I remember like reading through her blog back in the day. Yeah. And she, there was this website called Look Lookbook and people would post their outfits on there. Mm-hmm. And she used to be on there. And I loved her from day one. Yeah. And I've seen her grow and I've seen her failures, I've seen her struggles, I've seen her successes, mm-hmm. and just, I think recently, she has just been proven to be a really good, like, a just a girl boss, yeah. and she's a, a very successful entrepreneur, and I think she's dabbled in so many different things, which makes, it inspires me, because, like, you could be passionate about so many different things, and you can find a way mm-hmm. to create a brand, or create multiple brands Mm -hmm. that embody all of your passions you don't only have to do one thing and I think she's a great example of that so I I totally look up to her um when she followed me I freaked out (laughs) and she was on my vision board last year so um and the picture of her on my vision board was right above my ECNU logo and at the time like I didn't put those two together mm-hmm. for that that sole purpose but when she followed me I remember thinking to myself like oh my god they were right next to each other on the vision yeah. board Maybe that's how I manifested mm-hmm. it um but one thing I want to say going back to just like us being in our 20s yeah you know I think I think recently because of Instagram and all these different social media platforms like mm-hmm. YouTubers and all of that our younger generation or the, the younger generation feels like we need to have everything done before we're 30 100%, yeah. because we see 18 year olds and 20 year olds being millionaires mm-hmm. and having partnerships with Louis Vuitton, like Emma Chamberlain yeah, and it can be a bit intimidating and it can, you know, it, it, while it is inspiring, it could also make you feel like, damn, I've done nothing yeah. in my life and I'm already 24. Mm-hmm. But I think it's so important to realize that, you know, some people aren't CEOs until they're 50 years old. Some people don't start their business until they've had three kids already. And they realize that they want to have their own brand. Mm -hmm. I think there is no timetable for success, but the only thing that we should all be worrying about is what we can do today to get to where we want to be tomorrow. And I think looking at those types, those younger influencers or famous individuals or celebrities Mm -hmm. is looking at them with not being jealous of them, you know, it's okay to be envious, yeah. but just envious, but just feeling inspired more than mm-hmm. anything. 100%. You're honestly amazing for this podcast, because this whole podcast is kind of about <laughs> realizing that and just taking the step and like you said, becoming the best version of yourself. So I love how yeah. you brought all that up. And I want to go back to when you talked about your vision board. I want to talk a little about manifesting because I actually had guests on this past week and they were like, what's manifesting? Like, how do you do it? Mm. And everything. So I was like, perfect. I have someone coming on the show soon. That's going to talk about it. And yeah. So what, how would you define manifestation law of attraction? How would you tell someone how to do it? Cause it is a little uncomfortable at first. So I want like your expert opinion on it. So just a quick overview of what the law of attraction is Mm -hmm. and what manifesting is. 
essentially it just means that you will attract into your life whatever you choose to focus on yeah and whatever you give your energy and your attention to is going to come back to you Mm -hmm. so if you focus on the good and the positive and abundance that is what you will automatically attract back into your life Mm -hmm. and with manifesting it seems like a daunting term but it really isn't and I feel like we have all unknowingly manifested things, whether they were good experiences or bad experiences. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes when you're younger, you like dream of having when like I remember when I was a kid, I really wanted this bike from tar- like Toys R Us. I don't yeah. know. And it was like a mermaid bike with Ariel on it. And I remember walking into the store one day and I thought to myself, like, oh, my God, I want this bike so badly. Mm-hmm. I want it for my birthday. Mm-hmm. And I remember I constantly like see it around if I went to the park I would see a girl riding it or I would see it in another store and it was because I was focused on it Mm -hmm. that I kept seeing it around and then I remember one year for my birthday I ended up getting it and that's just a minor example Mm -hmm. of like even as a child what you focus on and if you have good intentions with it it will come back to you and that could also mean in a negative sense so if you are dwelling on your poor health if you're dwelling about the pain you feel mm-hmm. in your leg or how sore you are, or if you're, you're bloated, the more you think about those things, the more bloated or pain you're going to feel because that is the energy you're, you're putting yeah. out into the world. And so it's, it is difficult to stay positive all the time. Mm-hmm. And I, I genuinely believe that you cannot be positive every moment of your life. You need the negative to have those positive moments yeah. and to, like bring you back up to a whole new frequency Mm -hmm. but what I've learned over the past few years is that in the situations where I brought my positive good energy to the table things in my life worked out Mm -hmm. and those moments where I was in a negative headspace or I complained a lot or I just saw the worst in things the more negative things would flow into my life and so I had this realization one day where I thought to myself why would I ever want negative things coming into my life Mm -hmm. it is all about my mind I can train my mind to be more positive to think more optimistically and that is how I I live my life currently and I you know that doesn't mean that I don't have low moments or that I don't automatically think a negative thought I've just learned to become more aware of it so that I can attract more positive things into my life yeah wow what a good explanation I love that because I've definitely had moments too where I'll wake up late. I'll wake up in a rush. And I'll, the whole time I'm like, this is the worst day ever. This is going to be the worst day. This is the worst morning. And it's it's not going to you know turn into a positive day. It's going to continue being a worst day because I'm telling the world it's a bad day. And they're like, okay, exactly. I'll throw like 10 more things on top of you because you are saying it's a bad day. It will be a bad day. Yeah. And I, I remember one time I had this experience, mm-hmm. two similar, two very similar experiences I was living in New York and I woke up late one day and of course I was like frantic because I skipped my alarm and yeah. like I had a shorter time frame to get ready before work. And so I woke up, I was already stressed mm-hmm. and then I made my coffee and then I just spilled my coffee and <laughs> then I got mad because my coffee spilled yeah. and I had to make another one and I had to waste time cleaning it. And then I remembered the subway was late or it didn't come mm-hmm. and And my entire day was just so fluctuated because of that initial reaction that I had in the morning when I woke up with my alarm. Mm -hmm. And then when I started to live a more positive life and mindset, you know, one day I 
I slept through my alarm again mm. and I woke up and I thought to myself, all right, I don't have as much time as I would like, but I still have 45 minutes to do all the things that I need to yeah. do. And I made my coffee and I was still able to do the things that I mentally planned. Mm. And it's just that it's just switching your mindset into being more positive because, you know, to your point, like one bad thing happens. And if you focus on that, the rest of your day is shot mm-hmm. because you're already in a negative headspace. Yeah. So it's really training your mind to not focus on those negative moments. And just sometimes you just have to laugh about it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like shit. Like I slept in my alarm again. Yeah. You know? A hundred percent. And how, how do you manifest? Because I know like a lot of people are like, I just talk to, you know, the wall and I feel so awkward. I journal it, but like, I don't know how to say it. And I think I've actually asked you before, because I used to just like write it in my notes when I say it out loud. And now I, instead of repeating the same thing, I'll kind of write like a little paragraph and like repeat the paragraph and like say it to my vision board. So how do you do it? How would you give advice to someone who's beginning and maybe feels a little uncomfortable doing it at first? Yeah. So I think t- there's a couple things. Mm-hmm. The first is you have to be very intentional. So yeah. Think about the life you want to live. Think about how you want to speak, how you want to dress, how you want to walk, how you want to act, who you want to be, mm-hmm. and then create a vision board reflecting that. So think about, do you want to travel a lot? On your vision board, put images of places you want to travel to. Mm-hmm. Do you want to find a romantic partner that you could ha- that you have unconditional love with? Find images that reflect that. Yeah. Do you want to live in a big house or do you want to live... Um, in an apartment in Manhattan Mm -hmm. visualize those things that reflect the life that you want to live and the person you want to be and create a vision board you know or a collage with all those images and every day put it somewhere that you will actually look at it so whether that's on your wall it could be your phone background it could just be a page that's tucked into your desk that you take out every morning Mm -hmm. look at that board and the techniques that I do is I list out the why for selecting those things. And I think Mm -hmm. the reason why that's important is if you know why you want something, you're going to push yourself every day Mm -hmm. to achieve that why. And every morning I'll look at my vision board, I'll read the why statement and it'll remind me as to, you know, the purpose of having or manifesting this thing into my life. And every day I look at my vision board, I do that exercise And I also read positive affirmations every day in the morning to just, you know, start the day off on positive mindset. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the the key there Mm -hmm. is by repeating that kind of statement every day, of course, when the first day when your skin is breaking out and you look in the mirror, you're like, oh, I have clear skin. Mm -hmm. Okay. Clearly, you don't believe that you have clear skin because you're looking in the mirror and you don't have your clear skin. Mm -hmm. But over time, the more you start saying that statement you will condition yourself to really believe it. And that's where the manifestation happens. Yeah. So for the, I've been dealing with gut issues for the past 12 years of my life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a couple of years ago, I started to look at it with a more positive lens. Mm-hmm. And last year for three months, every day I would read the affirmation. I'm healing and I'm, I'm finding a doctor who is going to help me become the healthiest version of myself. Mm-hmm. And the first day I read that, I was in the lowest point in my health life. Yeah. I felt like shit. I didn't feel good. I definitely did not feel healed. But slowly after reading it, I started to really believe that healing was coming for me and that I was going to find a doctor to help me through that journey. Yeah. And three, four months later, I did find the doctor 
And eight months later today, I'm feeling so much better Mm -hmm. than I have in a very long time. And it's because I conditioned myself to believe that it was true. And if you believe that you can achieve something or attain something, I guarantee you it will come to be. Mm -hmm. You just have to believe in yourself and you have to believe in the universe and that everything will come in due time as well. Uh, I remember even at the beach, you were telling us, you were like, I love my doctor. He's amazing. He's the best. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, damn, like. He must be really good. And it's also you were manifesting at that point too. Even if you weren't intentionally saying he's the best because he was the best, you were saying it and that was still creating the law of attraction for this doctor to heal you. Exactly. And one thing that I've also been trying to do more of, mm-hmm. and this is a, an awareness thing, is sometimes when you're talking with your friends or your family, you know, we all talk about our problems or the things that we're dealing with. Yeah. And the first thought usually is for us to like complain of what's going on in our life. So someone mm-hmm. will ask me, oh, like, how, how's your stomach doing? Like, how are your gut issues? And the first thought in my head is like, well, I still kind of don't feel good all the time. Mm-hmm. Like my stomach hurts after I eat everything, blah, blah, blah. But now I'm trying to tell myself like, pause, don't say that because that's negative respond by saying, you know, I'm actually getting there. I feel a lot better than I did a few months ago. I'm not fully healed, but I'm I'm feeling really positive about Mm -hmm. it. And having that awareness and shifting the dialogue in your head will do wonders for you because it goes back to the law of attraction where you're exerting out positive energy Mm -hmm. and that's what's going to come back to you. And the more negative you are, even in those daily conversations you have with friends and your family, whether it's about your health or your job or your body weight or your acne or whatever Mm -hmm. it is, be more positive and start to believe in what you're saying because that's that's a form of attracting better things in your life yeah. as well. Yeah, and that's not an easy thing to do at all. Like, if we're at a low point, it's not easy. Like you said, you are at the lowest point of your health telling yourself every single day, like, I'm going to be healed. And that's 100% mm-hmm. not easy. And that's, I think, where your intention grows and where your heart is truly believing in the law of attraction is when you are at your lowest and it's like you have no hope left and you're like, okay, no, like, this is what I need to do. Like, I need to put this into my life intentionally. And I think, I think, like, sometimes it can be a little bit of an overthinking moment. Like, if I'm even just praying or meditating, and all these, like, random thoughts come into my head, and I'm like, shh, like, get away. Like, I'm trying to meditate. I'm trying to pray. Yeah. Like, you have all these random, like, weird thoughts. <laughs> I always see TikToks on it. It's, like, me trying to talk to God and, like, my inner thoughts. And, like, it's so funny. Yeah. But, like, I feel like it's also, like, we overthink a little bit. But when your intentions, it's, like, it really does, like, I don't know. It gives me chills when I'm manifesting sometimes because I really am, like, connecting. And I'm, like, wait, like, I feel this on the inside. Like, I feel it in my heart right now that I'm, like, actually saying this and that it's actually going to happen. And it's, it's such an yeah, amazing and it's, feeling. It's such an amazing feeling. And it is so empowering mm-hmm. when you manifest something in your life because it just proves that you can have anything you want in this world just by controlling your thoughts. So it's all up to you. Mm -hmm. Like That could seem intimidating, but Mm -hmm. you can create the life that you want. And when you do bring things into fruition, it it makes you trust yourself even more Mm -hmm. to continue doing that. And I think the more self-trust you have, the more self-confidence you have, the more excited you are and the more happy and optimistic you are. And that is how you live a wonderful, beautiful life. A hundred percent. And I think I was listening to a podcast, Kenzie Burke's podcast, where she was talking about luck. And she's like, there is no such thing. She was like, this is the life we pave for ourselves. And I think that's Mm -hmm. really important too with the law of attraction. Like you said, it's the power of our thoughts. And once you realize how much you are in control of your thoughts and the life ahead of you, everything changes. Like you 
control so much in your life and you don't realize it and once you do realize that you're really unstoppable as corny as it sounds like no one's getting in your way at that point no one's words are going to matter anymore because you're like oh like I'm in control like I don't care what they have to say you know and it's it's really crazy and something that I you're the one that introduced me to a vision board I remember you like posted it or we were talking about it and I was like what is that and you told me and it Mm -hmm. completely changed everything I was doing so much research on it I was doing research on manifestation and everything and been like a year now I think since you you and I have like met pretty much and Mm -hmm. I completely switched everything even since quarantine my self-reflection thoughts everything through like the power I love that that makes me so happy to hear yeah because not a lot of people talk about it so like when I when you and I met and I was like this is kind of cool because we like met we were like Kenzie Burke food combining manifestation and he's like I've never (laughs) had someone that I could talk to about those things so it's cool when someone understands it on like the same level as you definitely and it inspires you and me Mm -hmm. to like keep doing it because I see what you've manifested and you've seen what I've manifested and it just both makes us more excited for what else we both can do and Mm -hmm. I think that's such a beautiful thing to share with someone and I and going back to the vision board one thing I forgot to mention Mm -hmm. is like why you should do it it's you know, every single day we have a million thoughts running through our mind of what we want or who we want to be or where we want to go. But we need to filter those thoughts into what are the most important things Mm -hmm. in our life for ourselves and in our lives. And when you put together a vision board, you're essentially picking like your top 10 to 50 things that really would make your life better. And we all need help filtering down our thoughts and a vision board is a way to do that. And when you visually see something, it's easier for you to picture yourself living that life or being Mm -hmm. there or being that person. So, you know, thoughts are just thoughts, but visually seeing that is Mm -hmm. it'll motivate you even further than just thinking about it yeah a thousand percent I on mine I have like places I want to travel places I want to live like I always say I want to live in London for a year when I'm married I'm like first year of marriage if you know Mm -hmm. if my job's aligned with it of course I want to live in London for a year come back live in New York and I feel like just put like if you told me if I told myself that like three years ago I'd be like what the hell you don't even have a boyfriend yet like sit down relax that's not the path for you but now I see it every day on my vision board and I talk about it with you know my boyfriend and I'm like this is going to be our life and it's like we're slowly manifesting it without even realizing like that could be us mm-hmm. in a couple years from now exactly. it's crazy um so while we also talk about manifesting, I want to talk a little bit about meditation before we get into the quick fire round. I also want to talk to you sure. about like routine, but I think I want to do a whole other episode with you on just like routine and being productive and everything so we could focus on that because I Let's feel like this it. is more focused on like meditating and manifesting. So do you meditate? What kind of forms of meditation do you have? Sure. Mm-hmm. So I do a couple of different meditations. When mm-hmm. I first started out, and this is something I just recommend to beginners just so that they could get used to it and understand how it works, mm-hmm. is Headspace. It's an app. Um, I'm not sure how much it is monthly, but there's free five to 10 minute ones yeah. on Spotify. So you could even just do it through Spotify. But they're guided meditations that just teach you how to disconnect from your thoughts and just connect deeper with your breath and your body yeah and so I like to do those in the mornings I'll either do a five or ten minute one depending on what my body is craving that day Mm -hmm. um and then what I recently got into which is something that my doctor recommended is this app called Syncuition and I truly could not recommend it enough it's more of a visual meditation Mm -hmm. and it uses binaural sounds brain entrainment and like 3d sound technology that 
is based on your own voice. Yeah. So essentially there's different, like you have to go through each meditation to unlock the next level, but it's all Mm -hmm. based on, you know, you record your voice and through that they create this specific sound accustomed for you Mm -hmm. and you have to use your headphones with it um, because you get two different frequencies on each sound. uh, I'm sorry, on each side of the ear. Yeah. And basically your brain harmonizes the different frequencies and then you enter a very very deep state of meditation Mm -hmm. whereas with headspace it's more kind of like surface level it's more easy um it's, it's guided this is unguided and it just brings you into this very deep trance Mm -hmm. and you I've had like wild experiences with it I'll do this at night it's about 25 minutes Mm -hmm. and it'll help me fall asleep too but um it's you start to just visualize yourself in these different scenarios or sounds you know sometimes it's it sounds like you're by a waterfall other times it sounds like you're in a forest or on like a highway or just different experiences yeah and um through by doing it every night I'll get these different signs or I'll feel comforted I'll feel peace or I'll just get like just interesting experiences or thoughts Mm -hmm. while I'm in this deep state meditation and it just allows me to connect kind of like disconnect from my body and just enter this deep trance in my mind so it seems a bit like juju but um I definitely (laughs) recommend that if you want to go into more deeper meditation yeah um and and one thing that I've just been doing recently is I've I love moving. I love working out. I love exercise. It's Mm -hmm. my form of therapy. And sometimes when you're doing it too much, you can raise your cortisol levels or you could actually stress your body out more than you won't even realize that, but you are stressing your body from putting it through that much physical exercise. So recently what I've been trying to do is after each workout or even just after I walk or run on the treadmill, I'll just stop. I'll close my eyes and I'll take four breaths in five Mm -hmm. breaths out and I would only focus on my breath and I'll do this for maybe like 30 seconds and you know that might not seem like you're meditating but that Mm -hmm. is connecting with your breath and that is what essentially meditation is so just even adding those types of different moments throughout your day whether it's right before eating your meal or right when you wake up Mm -hmm. just connecting with your breath and only feeling that is um a form of meditation that I think a lot of people can do more easily than actually yeah. sitting down and meditating yeah wow I love I never heard about the one that you said you do at night that your doctor yeah intuition, life-changing it really is yeah and it like I've had experiences where whatever was happening in my life was reflected in that meditation but mm-hmm. I was visualizing my life in like it basically just helped me get clarity on what was happening in my life and what the future could hold yeah I don't know if that makes any sense no no I um... I understand there's also manifestation meditations and I feel like that's kind of what you're talking about yeah yeah very similar Um, yeah I like how you meditate at night and everything yeah and I think we all are living such a hustle bustle life that we all need to just take five minutes ten minutes throughout your day Mm -hmm. and just sit still with yourself and your thoughts and I think meditation is obviously hard and I've been doing it for two to three years and I still Mm -hmm. find it challenging some days to not think about my life or what's going on in my world Mm -hmm. but what I think is progress is my bounce back rate from like 
having a thought and being aware of it and then stop thinking about it and just focusing back on my breath mm-hmm. is so quick now. So I will be meditating and I'll think about, oh shit, like I have to respond to that email. Like I should put a reminder on my phone after I meditate and then I'll be in that moment. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm meditating right yeah. now. Like, yeah. Ignore that thought. We'll worry about that later. Mm-hmm. But now I've, my awareness level is so high mm-hmm. and that to me is what being mindful is you're being mindful yeah. of those thoughts and you're choosing to you know look past them for just a, a couple of minutes of your day and just focus on your breath so yeah it is daunting and and I could say like I've been doing it for two to three years and I'm not a master at it and mm-hmm. I don't think anyone really is but the more you do it the more used to it you will get and I promise the benefits are so extraordinary 100%, you know, it's really yeah. helped me just be a calmer person and it's allowed me to react less and just think before I speak mm-hmm. and just not take things personally and just be more happy with my own skin so yeah. I recommend it to everyone and anyone and I think while you are bettering yourself you are also bettering the relationships you have with people around you so you're 100%. not only you're not only you know meditating to feel better in your own mind you're also mm-hmm. meditating to communicate better with your partner or your yeah. family or your boss so it's it's really a trickle effect of like the benefits of how it goes yeah I love how you brought up that it also affects the people around you because pre-quarantine I never manifested meditation like nothing I was not consistent with it I didn't really have the best intentions with it or anything and it reflected in the relationships I had with you know, people around me because it was like I was always causing fights because I was insecure about something and I just wasn't there with myself. So I couldn't fully be there with other people. And it helps you realize also who's really meant to be in your life because they stick with you through that, Mm -hmm. through like your journey. And when quarantine happened and I was kind of getting more into meditating and manifesting, I created such a good relationship with myself. And it shows so much compared to the way my thoughts were the way I would talk about people before I got into this mindset I was always so negative talking about people I would get offended so easily I would think and sometimes I still am guilty of these thoughts of like everyone hates me I'm a nuisance to everyone like I bother everyone and everything and I feel like once I kind of like got a better relationship with myself and gained more self-confidence it showed in my relationships it made my relationship stronger I made my friendship stronger and it really makes the biggest difference and you don't realize till you actually do it and live it and you see who you were like all my year ago snapchats I'm like crying in every single one because I'm like oh, I'm <laughs> fighting with this person this person did this and it's such a big mindset change when you just take even five to ten minutes a day to just focus on your soul and yourself even if you have the busiest day if it's a priority of yours to focus on your mental health and just your heart in general it will get done yeah absolutely and I think like we can all attest to this. We scroll for, you know, hours on TikTok or Instagram mm-hmm. or Twitter, whatever it is. You know, we waste time going through our camera roll for no reason, just yeah. to feel something, you know, yeah. we can take five minutes or even just one minute out of our yeah. day to just breathe and to just focus on our breath. And so. the benefits are, you know, are going to last throughout your day, throughout your mm-hmm. week, throughout your life. And, um, we all just need to prioritize these types of things more. And to your point, like if it's important enough, you will find a way. And if, if it's mm. not, you'll find an excuse, but 100%. people tend to find an excuse for these types of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but this meditating and your vision board and manifesting are the things that will actually bring you joy and comfort and peace in your life. Whereas yeah. 
scrolling on your phone is going to produce more anxiety, more stress, more jealousy. So, you know, I think to all the listeners, like think about Mm -hmm. how you spend your time and what you spend your time on is going to benefit you the most. You know, is it scrolling through Instagram? Is it stalking people on social media or is Mm -hmm. it working on yourself to be a better person? Yeah. And like you said, one minute of your day, you could take baby steps. Even if you say like, I want to be active every single day. I don't have any time because of work. If you take one minute a day to do a plank before your shower, you shower every day, get it out on the floor and do a one minute plank. One minute of your day is going to be you know, it might not seem like a lot at the end of the day, like I only spent one minute working out, but it's kind of more for your mindset than it is for your body. You won't see physical changes, but you'll see a mindset change very quickly that I had this 12 hour work day, but I still found one minute of that work day to focus on my well-being. And it's it really totally. is steps you. And also two things based on, on what you just said is mm-hmm. number one, I guarantee you that if you spend one minute just doing a plank, you're going to feel good mm-hmm. and you're going to want to do 20 sit-ups after that. Or you're going to want to do jumping yeah. steps or you want to do a squat. And mm-hmm. without you even realizing, you're going to actually turn that planned one-minute movement or workout into 10 minutes or 20 minutes. And that's going to mm-hmm. make you feel even better. And then second is if you say like, all right, I'm going to just do one plank or one minute plank every day, or I'm going to do 20 sit-ups or 20 lunges every day, mm-hmm. and you do it, you are building your self-trust. Because that means mm-hmm. I said something, I'm going to do it. I trust in myself to get things done. And that is how you build your self-confidence. And when you yeah. build your self-confidence, you can you feel like anything is achievable and that anything is attainable. And that is how you start to create the life you want to live. So it is starting small and it is just being consistent. Small progress is still progress. Mm -hmm. I'm like so motivated after this episode. I'm like getting (laughs) ready to write in my journal. (laughs) Um, I want to do the quick fire round. I love everything you said about manifesting, meditating. Let's go ahead and get started with the quick fire round. I'm going to ask you five questions. You can give me an answer, a little explanation. And yeah, so the first question is, who is your favorite lifestyle blogger? So we mentioned her earlier, mm-hmm. but Danielle Bernstein, I, she's created so many different companies. She's written yeah. a book. She does. She gives back to communities. So she's definitely mm-hmm. someone that I really look up to. And she's on the Forbes. She was on the Forbes 30 under 30 list, which is something that's on my manifestation yeah. board. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, okay, question two. What's your I ask a lot of people this because I feel like for listeners it's always good to be introduced to new things. What's your favorite clean beauty brand, whether it's hair, makeup, skincare? Um, uh, my favorite brand is Aesop. I've been using their products mm-hmm. for years now and everything just smells so good and they have yeah. you know their hand soap and everything is great, but I love their cleanser and their toner. It's something that I will always consistently buy. Mm, I love the aesthetic of their brand. It's mm-hmm. so cute, so pretty. Um, okay, next one. What's your I see on your Instagram, you're very into travel. So what's mm-hmm. the dream place that you want to travel? I'm dying to go to Tulum. I've never been to Mexico. So that's mm-hmm. definitely up there. And um, I would also say Japan. Uh-huh. I feel like it would be a huge culture shock. And I feel like what I've heard from other people talking about Japan is like, you mm-hmm. feel like you're in the past present and future all in one so I think that would wow. be a really cool experience so yeah I've always wanted to go to Japan list. too the last two I ask everyone because I love to get maybe a different perspective what's one thing you have to do every single morning 
I need to drink black iced coffee. Like, I can't start my day without it. <laughs> that was my last three answers. My first two answers were I have to be active. And the last two people were like, I need coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I, lo- I do too. I'm drinking my coffee right now. I can't get out of bed without it. It's my favorite. It's like what I go to sleep looking forward to every morning. Yeah, me too. I need, I need to have like a coffee bar in my room once I'm like on mm-hmm. my own because I, it's really hard for me to even go downstairs if I don't have a cup of coffee. So I have two and they kind of work in tandem. Um, mm-hmm. Everything happens for a reason. And mm-hmm. if it's meant to be, it will be. I truly mm-hmm. believe that whatever is happening in your life is for the greater good. And in the moment, yeah. you might not understand or see what that reason is. But months mm-hmm. down the line, you'll realize why things happened the way that they happened. And I also believe that if it's meant to be, it will be. Um, mm-hmm. You know, sometimes things in your life feel you're not sure why they happen the way that they happened yeah but if it's supposed to be in your life it'll find a way and if it's not then you'll find something better so mm-hmm. don't dwell too much on on past experiences or why things didn't work out just just look forward to the future and um trust that the universe and god will give you what yeah. you need to to live the best life that you want to live mm-hmm. i'm a big believer in everything happens for a reason i love mm-hmm. that quote and it's like not easy, easy thing to say when something doesn't go right. Like I've got rejected from, you know, dream schools I wanted to go to. And especially with COVID right now, it's not looking too bright with internships. And I know a lot of people are in that same boat and you're like, why is this happening? I just graduated college. I can't get a job, like, and all these things. And it's like, we don't know yet. We don't know why this is happening, but mm-hmm. God does have a plan. And one day we're going to be like, oh, that's why, like, this is my path. This is much better for me. This is why I failed 30 times before getting here. Exactly. And it's also like when you realize months down the line why something happened, it's kind of a funny Mm. moment. You're like, oh, my God, I can't believe I was stressing so much about this Mm -hmm. when life turned out way better than I could have ever expected. I remember when I was applying to colleges, I got deferred from the college that I ended up going to, which is Fordham. Mm -hmm. And I got that deferral letter letter, and I was so disappointed and I was so stressed out. Mm -hmm. And I remember after that, I just worked my ass off to just get better grades to show the school that I was really capable and that I wanted to go there. Yeah. And I ended up getting in with a scholarship. And I know that if I got in right off the bat, I probably wouldn't have gotten a scholarship because I did early action. Mm -hmm. And so waiting those three extra months ended up helping me so much financially. And it made me feel better the way that I, you know, got accepted. So, you know, sometimes it's hard to see what that reason is, but just trust that it will work out. And again, if it's meant yeah. to be, it will be. Well, I love this episode. Okay, yeah, so it was great having you on the show. I'm so inspired after this episode, and I know the listeners are too. This was a really good perspective. This was so much on... fun. Yeah, it was I really fun to have you just on. From chatting. Yeah, well, thank same. you for like, having very me. Very relatable. Of course, of course. I definitely want to have you on again to talk about more of like routine and being productive. So definitely look out for that. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you guys so much for listening to that episode with me and Karen. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm definitely going to be recording with her again. So keep a lookout for that. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram for you from Eve. It will be in the description below so that you're updated every time I post a podcast. And also follow Karen's Instagram, which will also be in the description below to keep up with her daily lifestyle content as well. So again, thank you guys so much for watching. And I will talk to you in my next episode. Bye.